0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a screenwriter in Los Angeles.
1: And I'm your other host, Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States, and now also a screenwriter in Los Angeles.
0: Uh, this formerly was a politics podcast, but now is an uh, informational podcast about making movies in Tinseltown. Um and we have a very uh, special episode today. We've got a guest. Um, we've been, you know, out there at the bars, you know, in Koreatown um, with our roommate, uh, Warren G. Harding, who's been showing us around. And it I don't want to say it finally paid off because I'm always happy for Warren showing us around. Um, but it paid off this time. Do you want to introduce our guest?
1: Absolutely. Our guest today is screenwriter extraordinaire. Mr. Dad Vietnob.
2: Hey guys, but such a such a pleasure to be here, particularly with you know one of my favorite US presidents.
0: Well, well, thank you so much for doing this. Just to catch people up on how we met. Um, we were coming out of a bar and I was doing a thing that our um, friend and mentor uh, Warren told us to do, which was just take scenes of our screenplay and put them under the windshield wipers of people's cars. And we put one under your windshield wiper and you were kind of asking us, hey, like, hey, what's going on? And then um, you were nice enough to start up a conversation. And and uh, that led to us inviting you on the podcast. And we're so happy it worked out.
2: Right. Well, Really, really happy to be here. Thrilled to you know help out whoever I can, and mm-hmm. you know you got to you got to try and reward the hustle wherever wherever right. possible. You know,
1: well, we are just thrilled you agreed to be here, and uh, for the listeners, you know, we have always been providing uh, advice on this podcast, and now we have shifted to screenwriting advice, and we thought we would just give you all a peek behind the curtain by giving um, you know uh, letting you guys see what what these what, like these meetings are like where we get. Feedback right. on some of our outlines because Tim and I are just writing all day and yeah. Dan is going to give some feedback. I'm sure it's probably just going to be some minor notes about how good, you know, how to make this a little better, how to make that a little better, Um, but hopefully it'll still be interesting for you guys to listen to.
2: Yeah. Uh You you know, I just full disclosure, I haven't heard the idea yet, but you know, right. I, just That's fine. Yeah. Throw it at me, and you know I'll I will uh, I will give honest feedback because you know I think it I, I I don't want to to sugarcoat anything otherwise I don't think I'm being very helpful.
0: And we wouldn't want you to. No, we want your your brutal honest opinion. Uh, and this is something we also got to get good at is like pitching in the room. So this is Definitely useful it. for us for
1: sure. All right, I'm just um, gonna tear right into it. So go hit it, man. All right, so this script is called "The Group of Heroes Origins," President Metalhead. That's the title. Yeah, because it's part of a cinematic universe of a group of heroes.
0: There's two colons, right? It's a group of heroes, colon, origins, colon, President Metalhead. Uh Should we, hold on, uh, but Abe, should we include President Metalhead, third colon, the president that can't be shot in the head?
2: Why don't, you know, why don't we just, why don't you just hit me with the uh, the log line? Um,
0: Oh, well, that's the the log line. The president who can't be shot in the head. The president who can't be shot in the head. That is the log line. We're just thinking about putting it in the title.
2: Got it. So the movie, how you would describe the movie to me is it's about a president who can't get shot in the head.
0: Yeah. Uh, sure. I guess if like Jaws is about a shark, then yeah. Okay, fine. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. That's I, I, That felt like I was off the cuff there. I, yeah, it is about a, a president who can't get shot in the head, but it's really more about people and, and uh, their struggle. The,
2: their struggle doing... What exactly?
0: Do we need to back up? Did we forget? Like, think,
1: tape, did we skip you know, a
2: step? I'm I'm just looking for the you know, and once upon a time there was a blank and okay. then blank. Oh so yeah! Blank, all
1: right, right so let's right? like,
2: give me uh, give me the ten thousand foot view before we dive into the outline.
1: All right, right, so this takes place middle 1800s. A boy, he's in you know his cabin. He's bored. He wanders out into the woods. He finds, you know, he's he's like a preteen. No, he's like a teen. He's like a young teen. I would he,
0: say preteen.
1: Yeah, he's gone yeah. through puberty, which is important to note. And he comes across a harem of just hot witches. They're so hot. They're so damn, damn okay. These witches. And these witches, he meets these witches, and they're like, "Hey, if you do something for us, we'll do something for you." And he's like, "You name it. You guys are just absolutely gorgeous." And he's obviously actually frustrated because he lives out in the woods right. with nothing, but just like, you know, he gets like wind sorry, wind I
0: wind just is like... He, he carves little wooden things to get erect, and like he's attracted I, to the...
2: I, I'm sorry. As much as I want to delve further into the 13-year-old's sexual proclivities, I just want to be clear about something. So we're talking about a period piece that is also bordering on erotica. Is just at, at, the yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, Yeah. the beginning. It, but we're going to remain in the 1800s. No, no, no. Okay, I'm. I still have absolutely no fucking idea what this movie is about. But let's
1: keep taking. Yeah, that, it
0: and that's good feedback. That's totally good feedback. We're still we're still working on this pitch.
1: It but... took me like an hour and a half to figure out what The Departed was about. So I mean, yeah. I it happens. I think. So he meets these witches. You do something for me. I'll do something for you.
0: And the witches are again. I want to really pinpoint that these witches are so hot. And if you and he, if you know anyone casting I, like I really
2: think, we think...
1: Can, I think we can move
2: past the the attraction gotcha. Okay, you you again
1: it yeah, yeah great so they he goes down on these witches and then they say don't worry this is going to pay off for you later. And he's like okay whatever. So he goes down on all the witches all of them for a good amount of time. Later on he's I'm got sorry.
2: his I I'm, I'm sorry jumping in again here. Yeah <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. So I just want to be very clear. Right. You're, you're telling me that in our opening scene, we have an extended cunnilingus scene. Well,
0: in my mind, I think of cunnilingus as one in one person. Is there like a plural of cunnilingus? Because there's so many of
1: these witches that Abe just goes to town on.
2: Are we sure this isn't based on Macbeth in any way? This feels a little derivative.
1: Oh, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, I am a huge fan of, of all of Shakespeare's works. And I think you'll see that I borrow a little bit from, well, all of the Western canon. So we move on. He's then training a horse and he's he he sees a pretty girl walk down the road and he gets distracted. So pretty, so, so pretty. So he hey, turns guys, his watch.
2: I'm, I'm just gonna interject. I think, you know, in in today's climate, I think if we've we've learned anything, it's, you know, we should be describing all female characters by who they are as people. Uh, yes. you know we're, you do, we we can we can definitely look everyone casting this is going to be attractive right yeah. it, provided that the movie gets made they're all every every person in any movie is by and large attractive and so, that's on
0: me i should have clarified that like abe's smoking hot in this movie he's you know ripped and like when he's going down on these witches i, I, like, I
2: think i think you're focusing on the wrong the wrong part of the note here. Let's let's gotcha. I, okay. I, I to back it up. Okay, yeah. i is, I don't so, think you yeah. need to tell me that. Like everyone in this movie is hot.
1: I yeah. I, I get it. So
0: sorry, uh, training the horse, Abe.
1: Yeah, and then this doctor walks by, happens to be a woman, and he's scoping her out, and for, he, for
0: whatever, he, he,
1: we notice a woman. Yeah, like Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman kind of thing. Yeah. he he gets distracted. The horse kicks him in the head. And he, everyone thinks, oh, he's dead. And they take him to town to the burial home in town. How and far into the
2: movie are we at this point?
1: Like three minutes. <laughs> okay. So. The, witch, <laughs> the witch's scene
0: is so quick. I just want to make that clear.
1: Yeah. So he's at the burial home and he wakes up. And everyone's like, what? How can you wake up? he's like oh we figure out he flashes back to the witches scene he flashes back and we see the whole witches thing again and he's like oh that's what they did for me they made my head indestructible because i went down these witches so then he's visited by um he's sitting there and he's in the 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 the, the you know funeral home he's visited by Kashmir pulaski a general who's putting together a team of elite super soldiers and specialists to go out and to establish justice in young America.
0: There we go, 10,000 10, foot view. So he joins oh,
2: yeah. them. So, so, this is the origin story of how this person joins a, an elite team of soldiers to
1: establish justice. Yes. Correct. Yeah. That's why I put origins in the title between some of the. That's, I, I understood. So,
2: what's the movie about?
1: So eventually he's going to not agree with the methods of these super soldiers and he's going to try to leave and he's going to try to become a young lawyer, but he's going to get roped back in. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And is there a, a bad guy in this movie?
1: So at first we think it's Stephen Douglas. We think it's Stephen Douglas who's somehow killed this protagonist's uh, stepbrother, but then we find out it's actually Kashmir Pulaski who's the who's the bad guy and works together with Stephen Douglas. And Kashmir Pulaski is actually behind the whole Civil War. And he's like trying to do like this whole, like, this whole civil war in the United States. And then the President Metalhead has to put an end to it. Okay. And, and there's so, no sorry, go ahead, Dan.
2: So I'm just I, I'm just trying to clarify the, the the narrative arc here is basically this team of soldiers tries to prevent the civil war.
1: No, the team—the team is different than the civil war because the team is the team's actually causing the civil war. He finds out that this whole team is actually bad, and that's why he has, he leaves them. And then he's like, "Wait a second, the the team I was working for—they're actually the bad guys." Okay, but then the civil war happens. Yeah, because the the, right. the super soldiers make the civil war happen. And um,
0: and one one thing I feel like we should let you in on Dan is like we really see this as. Like we got to get through this movie to establish the cinematic universe of our world. And though the next movie is the ones we like, we're really excited about.
2: Yeah. But like, we're just, I mean, we're just, look, yeah. I, I think ooh, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and flag some problems for you guys. I, cool. I, I see a few, maybe they're minor, maybe they're major issues. Um, the first thing I'm going to say is you are describing a, Very big budget period piece, uh, which, you know, look, a period piece in and of itself is very difficult to get made. A period piece that's not based on any intellectual property is even more difficult to get made. And uh, a big budget period piece with an extensive hard R cunnilingus scene between a, a statutory rape cunnilingus scene even, uh, in your opening two minutes. I mean, this is a, this is a bar that not even, you know, any Olympian could do gymnastics over. Um, I, I think, I think you guys are setting yourselves up for a real problem here.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like we should go through these one by one. I, in terms of financing, financing, I, I do um, I do erotic improv on OnlyFans, and I make a quite a, a good amount of money. So I'm I'm planning to self finance this, uh, you know, on my own.
2: How much uh, so, would you say? How much would you say you make doing uh, erotic improv?
0: Back during the, the like best days of the pandemic, I was raking it in. Lately, people have been like, these improv theaters are opening up, and it, it pisses me off because people are out there going to see improv, and they're not staying in to see me watch, to do the, like, naughty stuff. And so I'm not making as much. Okay. You know, I, maybe I could take out some loans. Um, I,
2: I just, I want to I wanna know, ballpark, what budget do you think that this movie is?
0: I think I could put together, like, $400,000.
2: Yeah, see... I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that you're looking at about a $150 million Shit. movie based on what you've described to me. And that's assuming that you shoot this all practically, right? Like no, right. No CGI, special effects. Yeah. I'm, and we want, I'm, and we want a lot of that. Yeah. You know, I, I wonder if maybe you might be better suited in like trying to go with a smaller focus for the first movie in this cinematic universe. You know, maybe, um, maybe, maybe, maybe we just like, do the um, witches
0: scene and we do it like 90 minutes. No, really no
2: I think that's that's kind of the opposite direction that I'm suggesting. I, I think you know, l- maybe, maybe you pare down on the um, you know, pagan erotica part of the story, and maybe you like uh, you focus more in on the action adventure side of things that might. Make it more appealing to a broad audience? Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Have you seen X Men Origins Wolverine?
0: And I think that's only one colon, right, Abe?
1: X Men. I think
2: X Men. Are... I have. I have seen it. Yeah. It's a great film.
1: Yeah. So. But,
0: hey, we're all in agreement there.
1: Yeah. So at last, that movie got made. We're just basically trying to do that. If you did notice, Casper yeah. I mean, Pulaski is like the William Stryker. It, it's pretty much exactly the
2: same. You know, I, I I don't disagree with you there. I would say that the one minor, just like a little nitpick note here, is that the X Men franchise has, you know, fairly large established audience. Right. Uh, you know, and you guys don't have that at all.
0: I got my OnlyFans.
2: Again, you guys don't have that at all.
0: Sure, yeah, not like, yeah, not like X-Men.
2: I you know, so, way, I yeah. mean, you know, maybe you might want to consider sketching this out as a graphic novel first, you know, and seeing if you could establish a little bit of a fan base around, uh, I'm sorry, what was your protagonist's name again?
1: President, President Metalhead. Metalhead. Timothy, that's not a bad idea. You've got all those nudie books all around your house. No, again,
2: let's again, just backing it up. I I think perhaps the the nudity and raunchiness is not contributing to the marketability of your idea.
1: All of Tim's graphic novels are just chock full of nudity. Well, now, hold on. Let me just say this. I have
0: some graphic nudists where... Uh, novels where there are sex scenes in them and the one time Abe opened one up it was a sex scene so that's why he calls them all nudie books so that's right. where that comes from so like the X-Men Abe are not nudie books although there I mean there are there is sex in the X-Men it's just not like
2: graphic in the way it was. I feel like was. most of it seems to be pretty implied not, yeah. um, you know I, I don't remember in uh, <laughs> any of the X-Men films there being extensive uh, oral sex happening in either the beginning, middle, or end of those movies, so Deadpool again.
0: There's got to be a Deadpool scene where he yeah
2: goes to town I, on it, some witches it, or something. I don't believe that. I mean, the fucked up part is how much you're actually making me wonder if this scene exists. But fair, uh, I I I can fair with with a certain amount of of. of a certain amount of certainty, I can say. I think, um, I think you guys might want to be focusing on, you know, other parts like the story, um, you know, a narrative arc, a uh, the journey this protagonist goes on, what obstacle this person overcomes uh, over the course of this journey. Uh, these are all things that you might want to might want to think about. You know.
1: Well, listeners, you hear to hear to hear first. Dan Wheaton said we had a good story. We have a good dare uh, to work. Well, good out. He so, really liked the uh, the witches scene.
2: Just want to cool. go on the record and say I did not think that this was a good story. And in fact, I would suggest you don't pursue this in any way, well, shape, or form. I I would say maybe go back to the drawing board.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, for, first draft, you know, first
2: draft. No, I, I think you know maybe we dive back into the well and and we dig up some other story ideas that you know have less boy on witch sixty nine <laughs> and more story. Oh, you know, it's uh,
0: weird, Abe. When I when you were writing the witches scene, I didn't think of it as statutory way. But I just thought of it as like, what a lucky boy. But I guess I thought of the witches as ageless. But now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, Dan brings up a good point there.
1: Yeah, we've got to age him up. Maybe like 15 or 16. <laughs> yeah, I
0: like that idea.
1: No, no, God damn it, no. Dan, Dan has a
2: good point there that we should do that. No, I am not. I absolutely am not suggesting that you do anything with that scene other than cut it completely because it serves no purpose to the story at all.
1: Well, our free Zoom account is about to kick us out for the time limit here. But
2: again, I want to go on the record and clarify I do not support this in any way. I do not consent to my name being used in support of this in any way. Please do literally anything else.
1: I beg you. Uh, Well,
0: Dan, oh, sorry, Abe, go for
1: it. Oh, no. Timothy, please wrap up. Uh, I'm just going to take a note. Dan.
0: Thank you so much. But yeah, no, these are, these are great notes. I think we're uh, definitely on the right track. Dan, is there anything you want to plug?
2: I just, I want to once again clarify, I in no way endorse this project at all. And please stop leaving shit under my windshield wipers. Okay. It's really fucking annoying. And I, I, I just, I need to find a new place to go out. This This is too much.
0: And then when, um, when we eventually make this thing, what would your title be? Would you be under no, special thanks I, or would I you don't be an
2: associate? I don't want you putting my name anywhere near this project at all. I I don't want it. I, I don't I don't want someone to be able to see any part of me from any vantage point and anywhere touching this project. In any way, shape, or form I, I denounce this project And candidly, I denounce the both of you I, I find this to be not only morally repugnant But just fucking awful
0: He wants well, to be kind of the man behind the curtain of the
2: No, project. I don't want to be behind any curtain I want to be nowhere fucking near a curtain I'd rather burn this fucking curtain to the ground
0: Some real L.A. LA stuff here Yeah, uh,
1: nothing we've never heard before Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Dan, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Um, folks, if you have any screenwriting questions for Dan, you can email us at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical. 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. No. Um,
2: this is terrible.
0: Abe, any, uh, any last thoughts or Dan, anything else you want to kind of throw in?
2: I, no. I honestly have nothing left. This took everything out of me. I frankly am considering leaving the business
0: all right well that sounds like an open door for uh you and me it sounds like uh, sounds like an opportunity folks we are going to see you next time on 15 minutes with lincoln